Well, we should we should do the intro first. Oh yeah, let's do the intro. Hello and welcome to Fuzzy Lives Forever, a podcast by somebody who knows a lot about animals and somebody who loves animals a lot. We're your co-hosts. Uh, my name is Emma, and my name is Will, and we are married with cats. With cats, <laughs> and I'm I'm a veterinarian, and I'm a school teacher who loves animals. Yeah. And I'm here for a conversation, mostly. You're just here in the closet together. Literally, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Literally in the Amongst closet. Amongst the shoes. Yeah. This yeah. sounds good in here. It is. And that's and that's how we do it. Absolutely. So how did you want to start today? Well, um... We're, I... re- we're recording a little earlier than we usually do. Usually we record over the weekend. We have one day off together over the weekend. And we've been recording on that day. But this weekend... You're going out of town. I'm on spring break. Yes, I need a break. I'm ready for a break. (laughs) Um, How are our spirits? My spirits are high. Yeah. They're pretty good. I pulled out a couple dog teeth today. It went pretty well. Nice. Yeah, nothing too crazy. What about you? Um, I had a, a really good day with the kids. We did a, like, super interactive activity where they were, um, doing kind of like a race and they were having to search in their books and they were had to run and give me their answers and um really really interactive day i'm pretty beat i'm exhausted yeah yeah that happens and we're gonna do a quiz later on yes that is talking about middle schoolers yes basically what we're trying to figure out is how different are chimpanzees (laughs) from middle schoolers is that fair i think we'll see once we get to the questions yeah i don't know because this week i usually do the segments but i've been uh working on lesson planning and stuff during the week so will said that he would do the segment so and we'll i get see. to answer the questions yeah i'm excited it'll be different it'll be good so i mean lots to live up to but um i'm hoping that with my research and my planning it's gonna go well and we're gonna learn a little bit about Middle schoolers and chimpanzees. Exactly, which is the dream. Absolutely. And then we'll figure out what to make for dinner. We don't know yet. Who knows? It's a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's the topic for today? Well, you don't sound too excited. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> what's the topic for the day? <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so today... I was hoping we could talk about um, about food allergies. This particular need to talk about this came from an article I found online. So here's the intro to this article. It says, Six-year-old long-coated Akita Nyoko had a severe non-responsive inflammatory bowel disease, lost half of her body weight in her hair. She suffered from bloody diarrhea and demonstrated noise phobias of thunderstorms, fireworks, and motorcycles. She also tested as having hypothyroidism. Her veterinarian was recommending euthanasia. And then it has a ellipsis dot dot dot. Dot, dot dot very ominous and and i guess the for my first reaction is it's always disappointing when an article starts out talking about how the veterinarian is kind of the kind villain. of the villain he's kind yeah. of the villain in the story he's recommending euthanasia which you know we, we do sometimes but right away if we looked at what they're saying here it doesn't really make sense you know what why would and and some of it adds up a dog with a food allergy could have an inflammatory bowel disease could have 
uh, hair loss, potentially could even lose weight, maybe have bloody diarrhea. But what does having a fear of thunderstorms, fireworks, and motorcycles have to do with it? Okay. Really nothing. And then the other part of it is her hypothyroidism, which causes dogs to gain weight, not lose weight. And it's also treatable. And so it just... It just doesn't make sense. You know, right. We, we treat only, hypothyroidism very commonly. Which only a veterinarian would know. Like, I would never know right. those correlations and that's, reading that yeah. as a person. And that's what I think is frustrating right away is that right. for many people, they would read that and they think, oh, no. Like, yeah. this dog's in a bad way. How are we going to fix this? The veterinarian obviously is yeah. incapable. Right. And he's going to want to euthanize my dog. And um, and so that's where I start to say, okay, what are, we, what are we getting into here? Well, basically, the story goes on to say that the, the vet couldn't do anything, but then they found out about this saliva test that could tell them what their dog was allergic to. And so they submitted the saliva and it measured the antibody levels and it said, oh, here's what Neoko is allergic to. And they mm-hmm. just took those foods away. They put her on a new diet. What and she was Neoko allergic totally to? Totally better. Let's see. <laughs> she was allergic to, oh, corn, pork, venison, whitefish, millet, peanut, rabbit, and salmon parentheses, a strong reaction. Her skin, his skin totally cleared up within days of taking him off the fish and fish oils. So the, the troubling part about this is, is a few things. If you have a dog with a severe skin issue because of a food allergy, even if you stop that food, their skin would not get better within just a few days. So that's kind of an exaggerated claim. The other part of it uh-huh. is that you cannot do this. This saliva test does not work. It has been studied. And quite frankly, vets would love it if this worked. I would right. love it. That's the thing is I wish this thing worked. Right. And- I think it's it's like a lot of times these things that are out there seem too good to be true because they are too good be, to be true. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about, about vets and I think, doctors as well is that they want to we want to do the best job possible we also want to fix what's going on with nyoko and if there was a test where you could just swab the mouth and send it in and you get results and it worked then we would do it but every board certified dermatologist who has reviewed these saliva tests has found that they don't work they're not Mm -hmm. there's no correlation there and so you can run the tests all you want but the only way to really figure out if your dog does have a food allergy is to put them on an elimination diet. And so you can get a prescription diet. There have been studies that show that over-the-counter diets, even when they say, oh, they're just lamb or they're just um, venison, many times have cross-contamination. So you have to get Mm. a prescription diet that is formulated for this kind of a situation. Kind of like how you'll like cut the meat on the cutting board and then you're not supposed to cut the veggies like that cross-contamination. That's more about bacteria, but yeah, basically. But yeah, like in the factory, like they'll be doing it with lamb and then they're like, oh, we'll make our non-lamb product in the same Right, they're just not controlled. And so it's kind of like if you look on food products in the grocery store and they said made in a facility that's processed with peanuts, Right. right? So that's because people can be so allergic to those things that they can't even be by food that's been in contact with peanuts. And so a lot of dog food manufacturers are making food they're making a chicken diet. They're making a venison diet. They're making a lamb diet. Right. And all in the same space. Yeah. yeah. And can so, you only get the prescription diet from a veterinarian? No. You can get the prescription diet from online sources or pet stores, but you do typically need a prescription. Not always, but typically you need a prescription from a veterinarian. Now, that's pretty easy to get. Mm-hmm. You just have to have a consult with a vet and they would be very willing. I mean, we very, very commonly do this. Mm-hmm. Um, the other way to do it, if you didn't want to do that, home-cooked foods or home-cooked diets can work. The big caveat with home-cooked foods is that 
they're really notorious for being out of balance nutritionally. Right. And so, and, and I think that the, the really common misconception there is I'll just add vitamins, but the truth is more is not always better. You know, if you take Flint, 10 Flintstone vitamins a day, you're not better off than when you take one. And when you talk about dogs, they can get issues, for example, with puppies, with their joint development, with bone development, if they're given too much of certain minerals and vitamins. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking is like, we vitamins that humans need must be different than what dogs need. Like right. you can't just give them your multi-daily vitamin, right? No, you can't. And and there are multivitamin products for dogs, okay. but are they exactly what they should be? It's hard to say. I mean, the, the trouble is I think there's a lot of vitamins and supplements out there for dogs, but how many of them are actually backed up with research? It's It's really kind of a foggy area. And so if you did want to do a home cooked diet, there's a really great website out there called balanceit.com. Balance IT. Balance IT. And it is something that was started by a board certified veterinary nutritionist out of UC Davis. That's an excellent vet school in California. And they will help you make a home cooked diet that will be balanced and can address the needs of your dog. So that goes for, let's say we're doing an elimination diet and you want to do something like a rabbit diet or a venison diet. And the concept is you want to start with a diet that is very unlikely your dog's ever had it before. Mm -hmm. So if your dog's been on a chicken diet, lamb diet, we want to pick something unusual because it's less likely your dog has ever had these types of proteins. Armadillo diet. Yeah. If it was out there. (laughs) No, armadillos are adorable. Yeah. Except they carry, you know what they carry? Like rabies? No. There's a disease that they can give you. Yeah, something worse. <laughs> the bubonic plague? No. I'm going to leave that out there. If anybody can tell us what disease you can catch from armadillos, we'll... Uh, we'll give you an undetermined prize. Undetermined prize. That's <laughs> Surprise right. prize. That's right. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Pretty simple. It. but We're busting myths and taking names. You know, I think it's, I think it's only fair. Because I think the truth is, you know, apart from my own... My own opinion about not liking to be the villain in articles about veterinarians is also the fact that if you spend money on the saliva test, yeah, you you should have spent that money on doing a prescription diet or doing an elimination trial or making a home cooked diet that is a balanced diet. Those would be better use of your money because they're going to give you an answer, and you want to feed that food for about six weeks before you can see a response. And here's something that we never covered: is like at what point might somebody be concerned that their animal does have a food allergy? Like if somebody's sitting at home being like, this is all interesting myth-busting information, but like, how would I even know if I needed to do I this? I get too enthusiastic. <laughs> I get too enthusiastic. It's, we, so, we worked backwards. We did. This one. They're probably on like, why is this person? How do I delete this? It's a Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. So the symptoms of food allergies that we see, some of them they mentioned in that article there, um, you can see skin issues. So dogs will get really itchy. They'll get ear infections, too, mm-hmm. because of the inflammation in their ears. They'll get hot spots, so they'll lick themselves. Red bellies. Okay. Um, they tend to persist throughout the year because they're not seasonal, like environmental allergies. Mm-hmm. And dogs with food allergies can also get um, diarrhea as well. They can have inflammation in their GI tract, but mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to have one or the other. You can have both. Um, and so it can be tricky. You know, there's not a test, that a blood test or a saliva test, and that's why it's hard to pin down sometimes. Can dogs develop allergies at any point in their life like humans can yes did you know that i never had allergies before we moved to the desert really never i've never dealt with allergies before and i mean 
and everyone was like, it's allergies, it's allergies. I was like, I don't have allergies. And they're like, no, there's like weird desert <laughs> stuff out here. There's, there's like spores, things. like cactus spores. And like, <laughs> there's stuff out here. There's I have spores. desert allergies. Oh, man. And now it's spring. Happy spring. Is it happening again? Not yet. Not yet. Well, Do you I get have itchy an animal. Ears? You are an animal. No, no itchy ears. <laughs> Just a stuffy nose. Now that now that it's on my list, though, I'll probably start to get itchy ears. That's <laughs> just how it works. We'll have to do a food trial. Are you ready for your segment? This is my segment. I'm oh yeah, so it's excited. already done. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I ready. Can't wait. I'm ready. Okay, so 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 the, the inspiration is middle schoolers are sort of like chimps. Yes, that's how, how it feels how, sometimes. How how much like wild animals are they? Would you say? Well, you know what? One time, um, I was in a preschool classroom and I had to do a little presentation, and I walked in, and I was just struck so vividly with the realization that preschoolers are exactly like monkeys. Like they were running around and swinging off of things and grabbing things and picking their noses and yelling. And I was like, these are monkeys. Like there is no difference. Um, so by the time they're in middle school, they're less like monkeys. Right. But there are definitely monkey moments and monkey days and today like i said we had this kind of fun interactive activity and kids were jumping up and down and falling on the floor and hopping up on the desk not the desk they were hopping up on the not on the desk up on their chairs it's wild (laughs) i know people are gonna think they were just running the room in my classroom um but we have monkey moments for sure so they're they're a little bit like that a little bit and and though but but i guess the only thing that i can say differently is that monkeys are not chimpanzees and chimpanzees are not monkeys oh my gosh (laughs) it's like a super pet peeve (laughs) chimpanzees are not monkeys um just so we know but basically they are they're similar like 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 we are basically monkeys no (laughs) chimps are way more similar to monkeys than we are i don't know i don't know it's up for debate okay it's up for debate okay all right so so this game has four possible what did you name it um i didn't i didn't have a name middle school monkeys middle school monkeys and we're going to ignore the fact that chimps aren't monkeys oh it sounds better i was thinking it would be called middle or monkey or middle school or monkey okay yeah so we'll work on the title yeah so there's four possible answers okay the answers can either be chimpanzee you can say chimp if you're right middle schooler okay both okay or neither okay or you can say neither do you say neither or neither i think i say neither okay i didn't know that about you you learn something every day that's right it's a beautiful thing (laughs) (laughs) okay so we're gonna start the timer on monkey or middle schooler here we go i weigh 100 pounds about 100 pounds should we start again (laughs) (laughs) i'm not very good at this (laughs) It's your first segment. It's my first time. Okay. Okay, here we go. Start the timer. Okay. And basically, let me let me tell you more details. <laughs> <laughs> tell you more details. All right. How do you deal with me? Let's 
let's just try this again. Well, what? so the the idea is, I'm going to be saying things in the first person. Right? Okay, and, and, and you I'm have to tell me. You are, and I am schooler. either a, a middle schooler, a chimp. I could be both, both or, or I it couldn't be either or okay. neither. Yes. Yeah, that's confusing. Yes. This no, I got way more it. No, no, I got it. Okay, so here we go. Let's start the timer again. Okay. I weigh 100, about 100 pounds. Both. Very good. Oh, I got my thingy. Wait for it. Excellent sound effect, Will. <laughs> I have 32 teeth. Both? Oh, shoot. I have opposable thumbs. Both? My brain weighs about three pounds. Uh, chimp. Oh, what was the answer? <laughs> I'll look over them at Okay, the end. okay. Is when... this supposed to be a fast thing? <laughs> <So> <laughs> when bored, I will play games to entertain myself. Both? I am capable of having a conversation in sign language. Chimpanzee. No, I'm just kidding. Both. No, it's too late. Both. The moo the has happened. <laughs> okay, we'll give... No, actually, uh, you're going to say both? Both. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. I have hairy palms. <laughs> Chimpanzee. Oh, man. Hairy palms? I can get the measles. Both. I am an, omnivor <laughs> I am an om omnivorous frugivore. Uh, what's that last word? Omnivorous frugivore. Frugivore? <laughs> uh, chimps? <laughs> I am between four and five feet tall, usually. Both. I have a tail. Ooh. Chimps. Oh, neither! <laughs> oh, the monkey thing! Gosh. When I'm a little upset, I just might shed some tears. Both. Really? When I'm very upset, I just might throw my own poo. <laughs> I sincerely hope this is just chimps, otherwise I quit. What is your answer? Chimps. No! <laughs> that was subjective. I quit being a teacher. <laughs> And I think there's some kind of game-winning music here on on here too. This is uh, I we got a sound out. Oh, it's right it's, here. Where is it? I'm not I'm not the best game host. That was pretty. That was it. We'll do it again. Okay. Oh, that's great. So does that mean I win? You know I didn't count. We'll have to it's, do. A, see, it's hard to count. It's very hard to count. <laughs> okay. So let's review. Okay. Okay. So they both weigh about a hundred pounds. I right? got that. And one. it's kind of a an a, a guesstimate, an yeah. estimate. Um. Now we said that I have I have 32 teeth, and you said both. Which is true for adult people and adult chimps. That was a just a. It's a tricky That was one. just a way out there guess. I have oh, really? no idea how many teeth I have. You don't? None. Do you, you have any? You don't have any teeth? No, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you still have your wisdom teeth? I don't know. You didn't? Did you have them Actually, removed? <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had at least one removed. I don't know. Did you? Yeah. So you might have 31 teeth. No idea. Basically, human beings get wisdom teeth between like around 17 or so. Sometimes okay. earlier, but so it's very unlikely. I like how you tried happen. to make that a tricky question and I just have no idea. Well, that's fair. I just guess. That's fair. And, and, and so then we said my brain weighs about three pounds. You said chimp. Uh, that's actually about the weight of a middle schooler's brain. Um, mm. Chimpanzees' brains weigh just under a pound. So how much does small. my brain weigh? I have no idea. Guess. I don't know. Guess a big number. 
10 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you got this one right. When, when they're bored, chimpanzees and middle schools will play games to entertain themselves. I, I know that. Um, and here's, an, here's a tricky Slitherio. one. <laughs> I'm capable of having a conversation in sign language. So kind of a debatable one. So chimps can learn some sign language, but they can't really have a conversation. They can't really have a full conversation. It depends on how you define it. I think it's really just being really cheap. I I didn't think my way through that one. That's fair. And speaking That's of, a lot of just pressure. like as a PSA, uh huh. I our my middle school is a magnet school for the deaf and hard of hearing, uh-huh. and so we have a lot of students at our school who speak American Sign Language, and I have a student in my class this year and last year who speaks sign language and we practice in class and so obviously i know middle schoolers can have conversations in sign language like i see it on a daily basis that's good so the next one is i have hairy palms now neither of them do but there is a joke about that somewhere that we shouldn't explain because we want to keep it family friendly so you'll have to ask your friends do you know the joke about hairy palms no well i thought you said i was wrong (laughs) You said you said uh, chimps have hairy palms, but neither. I of know. Them do. I guess I was thinking hands. Right, they have hairy hands. Hairy yeah. palms is a weird yeah. thought. So there's a there's a joke about hairy palms out there. I don't think I want to know the joke. <laughs> okay, they can both get the measles. Um, chimps are omnivorous frugivores. Yeah, what's so that? So frugivore is basically something to do with fruit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. so they, they like fun. fruit, but they will also eat other things. They also will eat meat. They'll eat little other other I, little monkeys I and sometimes chimps. A guy who was a frugivore. Did you? Yeah, he was this, this. Did you did you know him romantically? No. Okay. It was when I worked at that farm. Because that was going to be an awkward conversation. No, it was when I worked at that farm. He owned the farm, and he like he could eat fruit for every meal, like just fruit. I couldn't do that. It it would probably hurt your stomach. Yeah, I don't think I do too well. Um. And then I said, I made a very lame joke, and I said, middle schoolers are omnivorous chocovores. You made that joke? I just made it. Just now. Just now. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant earlier, because I was like, I didn't get that. <laughs> Meaning they prefer chocolate, but they'll eat anything. Got it. Um, they're both between four and five feet tall. Neither of them have a tail. So As far as we know. As far as we know. But who knows what they're hiding. Um, now, the one about uh, shedding tears, human beings are the only primates that we know of that shed tears when they are emotionally upset why do we do it i don't know that's pretty 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 weird isn't it yeah yeah i don't know the answer to that one maybe somebody out there does um and then the last one about throwing poo obviously kind of a joke you know i don't think you said i was wrong when i said just chimps i know but you're right okay you're really right good Thank you. Because I, I don't know how many middle schoolers would do that. I'm sure one has. I'm sure the it truth has. is, is I'm sure they have. It's the just truth like is not. Out there. It's not a daily thing. No. Luckily. Luckily. Jeez. Uh, would Would you still be teaching? No. <laughs> Could you imagine? Heck no. You're a face shield. Oh my god. <laughs> no. But I do think you did a great job on your segment. You did. Yeah. Oh. It was really fun. Thank you. I like being on this side. Yeah, it's better. It's, it's fun. better. It's, it's easier I to mean, just answer the question. It's questions. so much pressure, you know. It is Ta- talking and reading. It's hard at the same time. And counting and counting, which I didn't do, but we're gonna say you're a winner. Let's do the game winner sound one more time. Okay, where did it go? Feels good. Feels great.
Okay, that would bring us to Animals Online. Woo! Last week, I introduced you to Esther the Wonder Pig, the wonderful pig in Canada who was surprisingly much bigger than expected. Last week, we had a lot of comments on Esther's pictures on Instagram and Facebook, and the winner for this week's Animal Online is... Josh Vega! Woo! Congratulations, Josh Vega. I have determined that your prize is going to be an animated pig talking to you posted on Instagram and Facebook. Ooh, so that's very good. Look out for that. That's exciting. I, I'm going to animate a pig chatting to you, Joshua Vega. Congratulations. Thank you for posting. That means it's time for this week's Animal Online. And... I know last week I said I was really excited about this animal, but this week I'm really excited about this animal. <laughs> and I feel like I'm even late to the game on this one because this animal has, like, pictures with Selena Gomez and, and chain smokers and, like, all these Insta celebrities. So maybe everyone already knows it. It's Doug the Pug. I don't know Doug the Pug. Let me show you. Okay. Doug the Pug is, one, a pug, which is just adorable in and of itself but two like the most with it in terms of trendy um fashion statements trendy pug <laughs> trendy pug what is he wearing um you know he's got like roundy sunglasses he wears hoodies he eats pizza he likes memes he is i do all that an, stuff an, except the roundy <laughs> sunglasses and even on his um <laughs> Instagram page, he claims to be the king of pop culture, and he really is. I just had a ball scrolling through his page. So, we will repost some pictures of Doug the Pug on Instagram and Facebook, and if you comment on Doug the Pug, you have the opportunity to win another undetermined prize. Undetermined prize. For next week, a surprise prize. Ooh, very nice. And did you guys know that pugs are one of my favorite dogs? I did. And I would love to have a pug one day, but I'm married <laughs> to a man who is anti-pug. That's not true. That's not fair. Tell the people. That's not fair. Tell the people. Tell them what I think? Yeah. I, I think pugs are great little dogs. That's my public statement. Oh my god. Do gosh. I want a pug? Why not? Know. Pugs Pugs are, they just, I just, have, I just feel bad for them because I can't breathe. I know. That's where I have a hard time. I just feel bad for them because I can't breathe. I know. But then but I cute. say, you say, what better person to own a pug than a veterinarian? Because oh. you could help him breathe. So How? I think we should also, <laughs> we should put another poll up online. Uh-huh. Should we get a pug? Oh, no. Yes. No. Yes. No, that's not... <laughs> Let the people decide. Let them decide. And then we will have to? I think so. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Only if more than a thousand people say that we need if to. If we get a thousand people to say yes to this poll, oh, no. we will get a pug. No. Let's say 10,000. Let because, the people speak. Because I don't even know. <laughs> what? A thousand. You know we're going to get a pug now. Oh, okay. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks. I think that's all we have for today. I think that's it. We're going to have to go dig around in our freezer and find some food now. Let's eat some pizza. We don't have any pizza. Oh, I'll have to go find some. And I hope that uh, little talk about food allergies wasn't too convoluted. We'll see. It was great.
Thank you. You did great. Very supportive. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Bye now. Fuzzy loves you. 